Welcome to Two Therapists Talking. The hope for this podcast is to talk about important issues related to couples and individuals who are struggling in their lives with many different issues. I'm David Thompson, a marriage and family therapist. And I'm Sherry Christensen, marriage and family therapist. Please join us as we explore these issues together, and we hope you will learn and be enlightened along the way. Come find us at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast. Welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm Sherry. And I'm David. And we are continuing with our segment of episodes on victimhood and moving out of victimhood. And this has been more episodes than we might have thought it was going to be in the beginning. Absolutely. But like we said several times now, we want to make sure the message is clear and not confusing as this can definitely be um, hard to think about maybe or hard to hear. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be in victimhood and it's hard to hear that we might be, which is why this is very much meant to be introspective and just hear these things and see if anything feels like it applies. Absolutely. So as we've talked about what victimhood is and how it can show up and uh, all of these things that we have been talking about, we want to move into a space where we're talking now about like what, okay, so maybe I'm feeling like I've got some victimhood in my life. How do I move out of victimhood? How do I move into a space where I'm taking that accountability, responsibility to create, um, to become in my life what I want? Right. How do we transition um, from that place into a healthier space? And we've talked a lot about, you know, loving kindness and compassion towards yourself. And we definitely are not going to do that or transition unless we are kind and compassionate towards ourselves and understand, you know, like we've talked about, we are victims of some really hard things. Mm -hmm. And so this isn't that you're not a victim, not a victim, right? (laughs) For sure. Yes. We're just not needing to stay in a victim place despite being a victim. Yes. And again, I've, I've already heard some feedback about the choice and that's really helpful. So yes. Yep. Yes, we want to move move That's into a book. that space. Choose that. Yes, the choice. <laughs> the choice. We've what are you talking about? We've talked about it. Yes, we have talked about it. Um, fantastic book. Uh, definitely one of my very top books of all time. So check that out. If you haven't, it will change your life. Changed mine. And even if it's just reinforcing concepts that you're already moving toward. So right. it's just a, a fabulous, fabulous book. And she definitely is not stuck in a space of victimhood, right? right? She's very much in, in a creator, um, a healing, creating space and is helping others to move there too. So good book for this topic. So how do we do that? How do we move out of victim into survivor, ultimately into creator? Mm -hmm. So we want to talk about a few things in this episode about how to do that. The first one I would say is to focus on being empathetic with those around you, even if you might feel that they don't deserve it, they shouldn't have it. 
This is more about you choosing to live your values regardless of their choices, Yes. which is kind of, you know, that word choice. You have a choice. You have options despite whatever choices they may have made already. And so focus on being empathetic, but that doesn't mean you do not have boundaries. And we've talked a lot about this too, because living your values is about you, but they don't have to be in your life in an intimate way. Yes. Without being safe, without having trust, Mm -hmm. but you're still showing up as much as you can in empathy. Yes. Even if that means like we've talked about before as well, you don't have to talk a lot to them. Yeah. Or at all. Or at all. Right. Yes. There's very much a space of understanding and, um, being aware and being empathetic, but there are definitely, uh, times when you can't interact there. I have people in my life that I have so much empathy for their situation and where they are. And because of the choices that they're making toward me and toward people that I love, I cannot interact with them. It would not be a healthy or good um, situation. It, it would just not be okay. Right. So I have very, very strong boundaries or if there is, um, if there is interaction, it is under very specific boundaried limited spaces, uh, for, for me. Right. And that it it doesn't mean that I don't love them. It doesn't mean that I don't have a lot of empathy for where they're at in their lives and for how they got to that space and for the pain that they're experiencing and the difficulty. And also we don't have, we don't interact. Right. So that, that's probably not a really common scenario. That's often in relationships that are ending. Yes. You know, it's sort of an, it's a very extreme space. Yeah. But important to know for sure. Mm-hmm. If if you're in kind of a different space where, you know, relationships aren't ending, it's just hard. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's important to understand that often the problems that this other person has as a result of their choices, the consequences of their choices, come a lot from a lack of validation or acceptance or empathy. And, and you're not the fix for them, but hopefully you see the importance the, for them to feel some level of empathy and acceptance despite their choices. And again, this isn't without boundaries to keep mm-hmm. you safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important to note that a lot of the problems they have come from their own lack of feeling um, connected or heard or understood or feeling like they are very close. And so good to be mindful of that. Good to consider that kind of this idea that, that it's hurting people who hurt others and what do hurting people need? And not that this is your responsibility to fix all of their hurt. No, no, no. Um, Yes. Again, there's a boundary. There is a boundary. Yep. It, It just so happens to usually coincide with you want to live your values and they would benefit from you living your values. Mm hmm. And so, yeah, it's a win win. Yes. Yes. 
again, it's completely dependent on the level of relationship and if a relationship is staying, going, yeah. like where you are in that space. Um, and obviously using that extreme of an example helps to um, give give some credence to that space of, yes, you do need boundaries, but it can happen in even the, the smallest ways, right? Just, you know, with uh, with our children or, you know, our spouses or something, if they are just dumping on us, right? Like we can find a space where we can be totally empathetic and loving and caring and supportive of them and also not drained by the experience, you know, constant, a constant drain space. Right. So it's important to just be aware as you're looking at that space of empathy, looking at this, at the space of boundaries and finding where those coexist and understanding that you're definitely not going to be perfect at it right right away. Right. But often what I find is when people struggle with the concept of wanting to have or be empathetic, it's not because it's not a part of their value system. It's because they don't see how they can hold that simultaneously with a space of boundary mm-hmm. safety. So, so make sure that you look at both of those and find the intersecting points based on your level of relationship and connection. And that will allow you to live your values, to show up empathetically in the lives of others, regardless of their choices toward you. Right. It's kind of that old idea to get outside yourself a little bit. Sometimes that's the best thing for when we're stuck in, in victimhood, mm-hmm. um, as safely as we can. But, um, loving is a pretty good, these aren't in any particular order. This is just the right. first one. <laughs> this is just but the first one we wrote. Focus up. on being empathetic <laughs> to come out of victimhood it's, is is a good one. It's a kind of a really, really big one. <laughs> so I think that's probably why it is at the top of the list. But um, okay, so the second one that we want to talk about today is accepting responsibility for the emotions you feel and the course your life is taking. Oh, that's another really big one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, and I think th- what this is meant to convey is, again, this option or this concept of having options and having choices mm-hmm. that you aren't forced into a corner by someone else's actions or behaviors. Not that they aren't tremendously impactful yes. or, or um, very triggering, distressing. You, you think of betrayal trauma and that's, right. you know, talk about a relationship fracture. Yes. And what you thought stuff. you knew. This is big stuff. Yeah. Um, and in spite of that, still having a lot of control over the emotions you feel and the course your life is taking. Because again, it's not so much what happens to us as what we choose to do with what happens to us. And I know it's exactly easier said than done for sure. Oh, for sure. Well, and I wouldn't even say control right at first. Like I like the word responsibility, right? Because... Um, sometimes big emotions, big things hit us, right? We don't always have control over when we might get triggered right. or when, you know, a really hard depression space might come into our lives because of things in our control, things that aren't in our control, right? But 
but we have the responsibility to own those emotions. Right. Um, to choose what we're going to do when they come up. Uh, to not, I, I love the other kind of flavor that this, this phrasing gives is to not shove them down or ignore their existence. Right. Right. Which what happens if we do that? Oh, it's still there. Comes up in all kinds of other ways, right? Yep, exactly. (laughs) It's not out of sight, out of mind isn't exactly. Yes. Out of sight maybe, but definitely not out of mind. Yes. It's like the, I don't know. It's like a zit, right? Like just gets bigger and bigger. All that pus just builds up inside, right? It's definitely, then you get books like Feelings Buried Alive Never Die oh, yeah. and all of these things that we yep. we notice and see where it's still a part, it's still there. So I, I really like kind of that dual meaning, right? Yeah. Accepting responsibility for emotions, looking for them, finding them, holding space for them, and using that to alter the course that your life is taking. Right. Right. And accepting responsibility for working through them, for letting them go, for doing the work, whether that's breathing or mindfulness or EMDR or ART or journaling or whatever it looks like. Mm -hmm. It's this concept that we've talked about many times. Sherry's done a good job of describing. I know that, you know, the work of recovery is still your work to do, even if the other person caused whatever it is. Yes. And there's so, our car accident analogy, yep, right? Yep. Exactly. Right? It wasn't your with fault, it. right? But the, how your life now develops because of that thing is going to be based on you. Yep. Are you going to get the help to fix the broken leg and the punctured lung? Or are you going to choose not to? Right. And then deal with the effects of that for a much longer period of time. Which which really kind of leads us into the next point, which is very similar, to just be mindful of the difference between being unwilling and being unable. <laughs> um, we're able to do a lot, but that doesn't mean we're willing to do a lot. I feel like this is a living in the present space, right? And being yeah. just very, again, we've got to get in touch with those emotions and figure out what direction they're pulling us and recognize that it's, we're never in an unable place. I know it's hard. And and the point here isn't for you to feel bad if you're unwilling now. Yes. We just, we would rather you were in that space of, I am not ready. Mm-hmm. I'm unwilling now. Instead of the space of I'm unable, I can't, this is outside of my yes. control. So, so let me, let me repeat, <laughs> you're not in trouble if you're not willing yet yes. to improve the situation or to work through your emotions or whatever it may be. Um, but that's more empowering to say, I'm not ready, but when I am, mm-hmm. I can move. Yes. There's, a, there's a space I can go. Exactly. Instead and of I, I can't. I think people say I can't because it can feel shaming to be in I am not ready or I'm unwilling yeah. right now. And so, again, this is a beautiful space to check in with ourselves and 
maybe a better way to phrase this is I'm not willing yet or I'm not ready yet. Yeah. And you know what? That's so okay. It is so okay to be in that space. Sometimes we need to allow things to percolate in our minds. We need to allow, or we need to allow a restful space in our lives before we jump into something challenging again, right? right? This is not, that's not a bad space. There's no bad, there's no shame It's It's empowering. In that space. I mean, I mean, you hear us just talking about this and you feel that it's, it's a much better space than I can't. Right. Because if you're unwilling or not ready, there's a sense mm-hmm. of you can be, and yes. it's a matter of time. And, and you even have um, a thing you can work towards, you can supplicate, you mm-hmm. can ask, you can prepare. It's just a very different energy. Yes. And I think, I think the energy shifts is, I, I think I like the word that you, the phrase that you just said, like not ready as opposed to unwilling, because it's the same, but it's just a little yeah. different that helps us to stay maybe out of a shame space with it. Yeah. Right. It is much easier to say I'm unable because then that takes responsibility and accountability off. But if we can say, Hey, it's, you know, it's okay. I'm just not ready yet. It puts us in these beautiful spaces of hope and possibility for that time. And it's an automatic shift that moves us just with the change in, in those words. There's definitely been time. I can think of very specific times where I felt really stuck and being able to recognize, Oh, I'm not, I'm not unable. I'm just not willing to yet. I'm not ready to yet because it feels too scary to try to move into this new space. And you know, the moment that I shifted into that space and was totally willing for it to take the time that it needed to, it went so fast. Mm. I mean, it was just so much quicker Yeah. because once I've got that accountability space, then I, my, my body and my brain are kind of percolating on They're thinking about it. They're like, okay, what? And I'm already moving toward the, you're already doing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's a safe doing because you don't think you are, but you are. Yes. Yeah. Cause you've opened that possibility yep. and it allows for that percolating, that movement, that shifting to happen behind the scenes to create this, the, where it feels safe enough to move. Yeah. We're, we're able to kind of see and, and move into those spaces. So I love that. This is such an important point that is so incredibly empowering. Yeah, love it. Thank you so much for joining us. We have several more things that we want to talk about with this, but it's we always just have so many things that we want to say. So join us and we'll continue to talk about how what are tangible things we can start doing to move ourselves out of victimhood into survivor and pass that into the creative space of our lives. And we will definitely finish it in this next episode. (laughs) Oh, you're promising a lot. It may be a little bit longer. (laughs) Fair enough. But we don't want, honestly, you know, I don't want this. It's true. It's time. It's time. The victimhood episodes are, it's good good to wrap them up. So yes, join us next time. We'll see you then. 
Thank you for listening to Two Therapists Talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at twotherapisttalking.com or email podcast at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast.